All right, uh, let's see. Your video. I yeah, know. There we go. Okay, cool. Yes, hey. now we're good. Sweet. What's good? How you doing? I'm doing great. How about yourself? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. Chillaxing right now. It's Friday. Thank God it's Friday. I know, right? I feel like my Fridays aren't really Fridays, though. Like, I still basically do the same stuff like every day. Yeah, that's crazy it's hot as hell though it's like winter time in february usually like another city chicago you know the east coast is hella cold it's down there snowing right now i hear we just got that good weather i was in vegas i just went to vegas for like a tiktok collab trip yeah and it was so cold it was cold <laughs> like it was really i was not prepared clothing wise for the trip at all whatsoever yeah, Vegas is the desert. That shit get hella cold and hella hot. I know, but it wasn't even that hot during the day. Like, the highest it got up to was, like, 70. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm a tropical kind of girl. Like, I'm from Florida, so yeah. I don't know. I don't, 70 is, like, cold for me. I'm, like, I, I probably have a jacket on. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Yo, Frankie, um, if you're not already familiar, the Leo Black Show is a platform for artists and creators to share your story. So we want to start with you from the very beginning to the latest now. How did you get started? Okay, well, I mean, it's so funny because, like, to me, it feels like I got started overnight, but I feel like I've always been, like, a creator. So, I mean, I, when I was younger, I did musical theater. Um, I always have been involved in the arts one way or another. Like I, I'm covered in tattoos. I drew most of the tattoos on my body. Um, but for me, I really got started because I, I honestly went through a lot. Like I honestly had like super, like almost like a series of unfortunate events in my life. Yeah. And it just got to the point where I was like, if these are the things that make me so happy, like the, the arts, creating, doing all these different things, then I need to do it now because life is so short and I don't want to keep going on and keep going on and have more stuff pop up. And I'm like, oh, I never got to experience these things that I've like dreamed of. And I never got to go after the things that I wanted. So really, I got to this point in creating just through trauma, to be very honest, and just like <laughs> kind of like going past that and like going through the mud and like being like, OK, I want to be someone that, man, if I can make it, anybody can make it, you know, Thanks. Hell that's yeah, awesome. that's real for sure. Uh, let's talk about your social media because you're doing numbers right now. I mean, you got like hundreds of thousands of followers. Um, I know. Okay, like so that was so nuts. So basically, I got to LA about a year ago. I've never like I've always done social media here and there, but I never really took it like super seriously. I just like it was just something that I had fun doing. Yeah. And I saw like this was like when I saw TikTok like really starting to pop up, right? And right. I was like, okay, this is really cool because I didn't like Instagram so much because I felt like you couldn't really be yourself. Like you could just be a pretty face. And if you want to do numbers on Instagram, you have to, you know, project a certain kind of image. And I'm like, I don't want to be just that image, right? I don't want to be just yeah. an IG model. That's not me at all. Mm -hmm. So when TikTok really popped up, I was like, oh, this is really cool. Cause there's so, there's a niche for everything. There's something for everybody on TikTok. And it's a way you can express yourself in so many different ways. So I saw, I kind of like started making TikToks and I was working like a day job. I was doing community outreach. I was working in the homeless community, like working out in Skid Row every day. And I would come back and I would like stay up until like three in the morning and like record TikToks in my room. So I'd work all day in Skid Row, come home, make TikToks in my room. 
And then the Delta virus came and I got sick because even though I was vaccinated, I was like super deep working in the homeless community. So it was bound to happen kind of thing. And I, at this point I was at like 60,000 followers. So I wasn't really like, you know, I mean, it might sound like a lot to people, but if you understand the industry, it's like, okay, you're at 60,000 followers. Right. And I was still kind of in that space of balancing like a day job and doing influencing and everybody who's an artist kind of goes through that like weird stage. Right. So when I got sick, I was like, okay, I have two weeks where I'm literally forced to be at home, stuck in the house with TikTok, It's audio. So even though I lost my voice, I didn't have to actually speak. So I was like, okay, I'm going to throw on makeup. I don't care how sick I feel. I'm going to throw on makeup and I'm going to make TikTok every single day. Just like drop like 10. Why not? Just keep going, keep going, keep going. So I started doing that. And then one day I hit the live stream button. And I, when I did that, I really didn't think anything of it. I have never like live streamed before, but I was like, why not? And my first ever live stream, I had 135,000 people in there. My second live, yeah. My second live, yeah. My second live stream, I had 105,000 people in there. And then basically last year, um, I was in the top 100 uh, live streamers on TikTok. So TikTok wasn't really like known for live streaming. It wasn't like a thing, but it's now something that TikTok's really pushing. So it wasn't like I intentionally hopped on that, but I was like, I realized that it was something I really, really liked. It's just something that I enjoyed. So I started getting 10 to 20,000 followers per live stream because I would do stuff like, if you want to see me do a front flip, tell me you want to hit the next thousand followers. So people would follow, 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 follow. I do a front flip. And (laughs) I didn't realize like how, like how big my live streams were until people started like really contacting me. And they were like, you do realize you're pulling bigger live stream numbers than most celebrities. Like yeah. your live, your live stream numbers are absolutely astronomical. Like nobody right. on TikTok has really done numbers like this in that amount of time. So I had Hell built, yeah. A, yeah. So I had built a TikTok account up to about 400 K almost in okay. about two months, in about two months span. But with a lot of live streaming and like really viral live streaming comes a lot of bands, whether it be false bands and all these kinds of different things. So I ended up unfortunately like losing that TikTok account. And it was such a bummer. Account got banned. I've reached out, whatever. It happens to like a lot of creators. If you're a creator, you kind of know it's like one of those things you eventually like go through in the process of creating. So I had to start all over again in January made a new TikTok starting from scratch, but I ended up doing it. I'm about at, on that new account, I'm at about 150K now since January. And uh, I'm pulling the same live stream numbers, doing going live every day, doing multiple shows. I have like shows scheduled throughout the day. And that for me is my biggest thing because I think that social media is meant to be social. And I think that that's been taken out of it. Like it's really just media. People are just like posting pictures. They're not really interacting with their followers. Like people really aren't getting to know like who they're following. They're just, it's like, they're following like a feed of ads. It'll be like Slim Tummy Tea, Fashion Nova, blah, blah, blah. But they're like, but who are you? Who are you? You know, who are you as a person? Like, are you someone who really is that like vain or whatever the case may be? Are you actually really cool? And it bothered me because I didn't want me people to see me as someone who is just someone who posts Slim Tummy Tea and those kinds of things. So going live gave me the ability to show people that and touch as many people as possible. And I don't mind sharing my story with trauma and everything else because 
the only way things in society is going to change and take out social stigmas is if you start talking about stuff. So right. I don't mind being the first person just start talking about stuff. And I think that's why I pull the numbers that I do because I'm bridging the gap between an influencer or someone that you follow and just like being a real person and merging those together. Cause like we're real people too, you know? Hell yeah. Let's talk about some other big collaborators that you collaborated with on TikTok. Cause that was a big part of your success too. Like collaborating yeah. with influencers on these skits. So yes. Yeah, so rock with in the influencer world. All right. So basically when I first started out live streaming, because I was pulling crazy numbers, all of a sudden I started getting live stream requests. So like I first started out, uh, I started out live streaming with Chase and Luke and I started out uh, uh, live streaming with Q-Ball. So we would go live all the time and we would like live battle and do all that kind of fun stuff. And then eventually like more people started reaching out to me. So one of my like best friends in the world is Tiffany Alyssa and she does like, just She's awesome. She's like one of my best friends in the world. She's so, yeah, so funny. You gotta have her on the show. Yeah, oh my gosh. I, I can definitely like reach out to her for you. So she's one of my best friends and we're both like that same kind of like goofy, but like, you know, like people don't expect us to be that goofy, like funny, you know? So she's someone that I collaborate with a lot and I absolutely love her. Um, Kelsey Lynn, who does, who's Kelsey Lynn Music. She's yeah. super, super oh, awesome. She, that's my other best friend. And we did, we started doing, we're going to do, we're going to drop podcasts. We're going to drop me and Kelsey are like, that's like my team. So me and Kelsey are going to drop crazy content um, together. And then just going, honestly, I went out to Vegas and I just like, feel like I met a new family with it within like Kang and Ditto and even little Rupio and all of them. Like they were like, honestly, it's so cool. Like if you're in the industry, it's really hard to meet like genuine people. Right. And I yeah. feel like I feel like me constantly putting out good energy has put me in the path to meet some really actually genuinely cool people who just want to grow and just like, you know, spread a little light in like a world that's like kind of dark. So like I've met some uh, in Vegas, it was an uh, me and Kelsey went out there together. We got to create a bunch of content. Like there's a bunch of stuff coming out. It's going to be, and we got to live stream too. It was so cool getting to live stream with all of them. It was really, really awesome. Yeah, how do you come up with these concepts for all your different content? I mean, because it's not easy just to like make content. Obviously, it's you do it in a strategic way. Like I've seen some of your videos. You went to you know the facial plastic facial surgery like person, and then yeah, you, you did the bathtub talk, and then you did like yeah, the mud bang. Okay. So where do you get these ideas to come up with like these different concepts in your content? Honestly, I think it comes from ADD. I'm not even going to lie to you. Like my brain is constantly like bouncing from here to here to here to here. And then like, I feel like if I have the same thought more than once, it's something that I got to roll with. Like that's my intuition telling me something. So I often, I journal a lot. I write down everything I make to-do lists. So a lot of my content ideas are like random things that I either see or I just think are funny. Like I'm like, I'm a super goofy person. So like, I just think of stuff, I don't know. Like my, like I said, my mind kind of goes like from here to here, to here, to here, to here, to here. So with that comes like refining those bunches of thoughts and like trimming them down to stuff that I think and hope that people will both really like and really connect and relate to. Thanks, that's lit. Yo, Frankie, so I got a series of questions for you, all right? And you just answer them to the best of your ability hypothetically okay. gonna play a game all right let's uh, go so the first question is uh smash and marry kill you gotta smash one kill one and marry one hypothetically okay and your nominees are lil uzi 
Travis Scott, or Post Malone? Okay, I would definitely, I would say uh, Mary Post Malone. I just feel like, I don't know, I feel like he's a sweetie. Like you could tell, you know what I'm saying? You could tell he's a sweetie. So yeah, he's, I feel like marriage material. Um, Uzi, I would probably choose for Smash because I don't necessarily agree with what happened with Travis Scott. So I'll just oh, leave that. You know what I'm with saying? So I just, yeah, like I don't really like what happened with like Astroworld and all of that. I don't think it was handled really well. So I don't know. I, I'm really big on energy and just like taking accountability and just being real. And so like, I just feel like for no other reason, like that would be it. But I do actually respect Travis Scott, like a lot as an artist. Yeah. I think he's an absolute genius, like artistically. Yeah. I mean, there was uh, there was just a, like an announcement at Billie Eilish's show that she made and said, like, I actually wait for people to get up or be OK at my shows. And everybody thought she was taking shots at Travis Scott. Did you see that? I did not see that. No, yeah. I didn't then, see that. And then Kanye responded and then Kanye was like, Billy, you need to apologize to Travis Scott for saying that it was an accident. And then he said, I will be bringing him out at Coachella. <laughs> Because <laughs> you know he got Honestly, from the Kanye's my favorite. Kanye's my favorite rapper like ever alive. Yeah. But I'm also and I'm really big on free speech. So like I love that Kanye did that. Like I think that people should say whatever they want, express whatever they want, as long as they're not like you know like intentionally hurting other people. I love that Kanye did that. That's why I think Kanye's like hilarious. I think he's genius. Facts. You looking forward to that future and Kanye album? Dropping. I'm looking forward to like a lot of, like basically anything that Kanye does future for me future I feel like is really good when he's like paired with other people and I feel like the future Kanye album will be a crazy crazy collab facts facts what's your favorite social media snapchat instagram or tiktok so I actually did a snapchat show but I really did not even have a Snapchat. I made a snapchat because of the show so it's not snapchat uh tiktok is by far my favorite platform uh yeah. I just think that literally any one it gives an opportunity to everybody like if you're consistent and if you produce good content you will go viral on tiktok like you will it has something for everybody and i think it's the best way that you can really showcase who you are next yeah. will probably be uh instagram and then twitter probably after that or like twitter and instagram are probably neck and neck to be honest thanks what's your favorite type of content to make because i'd be seeing the thirst traps you got hella thirst traps on the gram you know, so okay oh okay so the reason why i do that is because i mean i am on all platforms how 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 spicy can i how spicy yeah, we can, can be I explicit talk? all that okay talk, so talk i do only fans i have no issue saying i do only fans i think only fans provides like I, i'm an uncensored creative it's that simple i'm un i believe in being uncensored i believe in all forms of artistic expression i want yeah. to me i'm a full service store like i don't want you to have to look anywhere else for anything mm -hmm. so if you want this i'm gonna give you this i play like 10 instruments you want this i can give you this you want dancing i can give you this like i don't want anybody to have to look anywhere else and today okay. actually like i guess i can like announce this on here 
Today, I just became one of the uh, creators for Playboy Centerfold. So Playboy contacted me uh, because I guess my live streams and every all the crazy numbers that I'm pulling in, they asked me to be one of their creators on Playboy Centerfold. So today it is official. I'm a Playboy bunny. A part hey, of Playboy. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm so happy. Like that's, that's a life dream of mine, like literally bucket list life dream. What social media got like the biggest bag? Is it TikTok, Instagram, or OnlyFans? Like... So oh, OnlyFans for sure. That's like sure. that's like not even like a question. Like obliterates absolutely anything <laughs> else in the water. And the cool thing about OnlyFans is that you don't have to be an influencer to make money on OnlyFans. Like it really does give an opportunity for anybody and everybody. And if you can like, let's say you don't have a following on like Instagram or TikTok, if you know how to tweet or go on Reddit you can share your links and be like, make a ton of money. So I think that's really good because it creates well, new opportunities. Like hard. if you're smart about it, you can yeah. invest money. And I think that that's what a lot of people are doing. And that's, that's why I do OnlyFans because of the money, because I know that I can take that money and invest it in myself and put it into other things that I want to do, other businesses, other ventures. That's hard. Yeah, Kanye actually said that he bootlegged his OnlyFans off of Reddit. So I don't know if you heard that. You a see, people, Reddit, like, they don't Reddit have to pay the subscription like, if they go straight to Reddit. They can bootleg OnlyFans. I mean, they don't get to choose what like who they see, I guess, but like it's just randoms. So okay, so here's the thing though. A lot of like the big OnlyFans girls pay for services that are like online facial screening services. So these screening services like go over the internet. And if they see any other website other than OnlyFans that has their face on it it gets immediately taken down. Oh, damn, that's crazy. So, like, not everybody that's has these services, but if OnlyFans catches it, they will also have it immediately taken down as well. What do you think about that? I mean, like, for me, I, I like, obviously stuff is going to get leaked at some point. Like, yeah. I wouldn't, if I was worried about people, like, seeing what I was doing, I wouldn't be doing it. So I think that, like, you know, like it's not something that I hide or something that I'm ashamed of at all. But I don't like that people steal content because it takes it comes out of the pocket of the creator. It literally does. Because why would they pay for a subscription or a video if they can find it on XYZ? Facts, facts. Mixtapes or albums? What? You like mixtapes or albums? Oh, um, albums. I'm an album girl. Like there's some people who... There's like artists that I like, like hit by hit, but there's some artists that I can literally just like all the way through, like listen to a solid album. Like Kanye, I can listen to a solid album. Lana Del Rey, listen to the whole thing. Like there's multiple artists that I, I that I feel like are really like album artists. And those are the people who are really talented because they keep you there the entire time. Mm-hmm, that's facts. Podcast or radio? Podcast. So like when I, when I was younger, <laughs> hands down, that, that was so quick. That was so quick too. So like, yeah, honestly, most yeah. of the music you hear on, is online anyway. So there's no really no reason that much, like how many people really listen to the radio? Like you have Pandora, you have Spotify, you have Apple music, you have Tidal, you have everything else. Podcast for me. So when I was younger and I was like, just like tiptoeing in the social media game, I had a podcast called Getting Frank with Frankie. And I would like bring my friends on and I would like talk about real stuff. And like, I was a huge fan of like the Betches podcast and like you up and all of those different podcasts and they loved my podcast and they would like reach out to me and stuff. So podcast is definitely something that uh, I definitely plan on seeing in my future. Cause I feel like I got a lot to say. 
and uh, I'm pretty funny too. Yeah, huh? majors are independent. Yeah, majors and plus podcasts. Majors are independent. Grow up independent. Um, I say independent. Yeah, I say independent because like when you're when you go into right my like my friend Kelsey. Kelsey is independent, right? So when you go independent. You have total control over everything. And I think that it's really easy to take advantage of people in the music industry. So like, you know, so like, I think that people get really excited when major labels come to them and they end up getting into contracts that they immediately regret. They immediately regret. I just watched a documentary the other day and it was like, I forget what, it's like the boy band something. And and it's about like all the different boy bands in the 90s and early 2000s that basically made this business deal with this one person because they were so excited and they had all this opportunity. And then when it came to get paid after doing tours and all this stuff, they got like $10,000 each on tours that made millions. And then when they tried to fight it, like, no, like this is what it says in the contract. So I think that it's really easy to get caught up in major labels because you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this person's interested in me. But at the same time, it's like, you can really put in the work yourself. And if you really learn about marketing, you can learn how to market yourself and put in the funds to yourself, brand yourself and get your music paid and have it go directly to your pocket. And that's the way I think it should go. Facts. All right. That's lit. Hey, remember, these are short answer questions. All right. So it's just like, okay, sorry. <laughs> don't keep it short because I got a lot for you. That's why. Okay. Hurry. Got it. Um, festivals or raves? I've never been to a rave and I've never been to a festival. So I don't know. But if I had to choose, probably a festival. Definitely a festival. I'm not a huge EDM fan. And I like would love to see like a big like list of different people. So I, I would really like that. Probably basketball. What's your favorite sport? Basketball and football. Both. They're neck and neck. Or Lakers or Clippers? Lakers. Weed or hookah? Weed. Blunts or joints? Blunts. Hands down. Yeah. I'm from Broward County. Right. They Broward County. Yeah, we do blunts out there. Blunts for sure. Hell yeah. Tequila or Hennessy? Tequila. Shots or mixed drinks? Mixed drinks. Soda or juice? Juice. Takeout or dine-in? Takeout. Tattoos or piercings? Tattoos. What, how many tattoos do you have? I get asked this at least, like, I can't even tell you how many times a day, and my answer is always a lot. I have a lot. Of tattoos I really don't know like a specific amount it's like is this one and is this one or is this all one is this one this one is this all one is each finger one or is it all one so I just say a lot <laughs> which one has like the most sentimental value to you um honestly they all really do have a lot of sentimental value like each thing is like a very specific part of my life a very specific story behind it so I definitely don't want to say one has more meaning than another because I would give more meaning to one part of my life than another you know thanks um night or day night designer casual casual Netflix or Hulu Netflix hot or cold hot Favorite animal? Cats. Condor house? House. Uber or Lyft? Uber. Money or fame? Money. 
Nick, you're Cardi. Don't do that. <laughs> Uh, Cardi, Cardi, because he's a uh, in-house uh, director for Playboy, creative director for Playboy. So now that I'm Playboy family, I'm gonna say Cardi. Leather Crips. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> Easy, I'm, I'm in LA, right? You know I'm in LA right now, right? <laughs> no, nah, that's the first thing I thought of when you said, "Don't do that." I was like, "All right, I could do something." <laughs> no, really I love that. Work. No, I'm playing with you. Um, one way around trip when you fly. Um, I say round trip because I could always rebook the second one. Where relationships or single? I've been single for over five years. Where smash or make love? Neither. They don't deserve it. Uh, name a trait that's for the streets. That's for the streets. Yeah. Like a trait that someone has, it's for the streets. Yeah. Oh, when people talk to like 5 million people at once, like how do you even have that much time on your hands? Like you're just <laughs> messy. Are you not selective at all? Like you have no standards for yourself. You just talking to everybody and their mama. That, no. What's a red flag? A red flag? Yeah. Lying. Oh my God, don't lie. Favorite artist? Hmm. Uh, I have too many. Uh, probably like Lana Del Rey, like the, in the in totality. Like I can listen to every single album of hers, but I do have a lot of people that I like equally. Thanks. Favorite animal? Kins. Aww. <laughs> you got the British Bombay right there, or what? This is so easy. Yeah, that's yeah, and she's pink. She's also pink. She's a miniature cat. Her. She doesn't you grow. You dyed her hair? Yes, How I took her to a stay? salon. I took her to a salon and I got her hair dyed. She's also a miniature kitten, so she doesn't grow. She's just kind of staying this size forever. Well, that's crazy. What breed is she? It's, she's just a forever kitten. That's like her thing. She's a tuxedo forever kitten. That's hard. What's your <laughs> nationality? Um, I'm half black, half white. My dad is from Jamaica and my mom is from Italy. Where? Man, how did that happen? That happened like the Air Force or the military or something? <laughs> um, I like to consider myself Rasta Pasta, but basically um, my both of my parents worked in the hotel industry and they work, they met working in the hotel industry in the islands. Oh, where, where? Um, I had another one. Where do you see yourself in five years? Um, I see myself, honestly, living in a really beautiful house, having a lot, a lot, a lot of money that I can equally give back. So I wanna be making enough money where I can also give back too. Like that's an ultimate goal for me because the more you give, the more you get too. Um, I really wanna have like my own show or something like a talk show, but better where, where I can really like do basically what I do on live stream all day. I definitely wanna be the number one live streamer on TikTok but I want to do something where I can touch even more people. So something, if I could somehow manage to figure out how I can incorporate the same thing I do on live stream on a larger scale, that's definitely what I would want to do. Thanks. Yes, that's hard. Um, yeah. You passed a series of questions, Frankie, for sure. Thanks. I, I, like, I hope we did a good job. Yeah, there was, that was like Spitfire too. You were like crushing it with that. Facts. Facts. Let's share your social media, any upcoming projects you got. Now that we tell okay, you. so this year I have 
um, a Netflix show, uh, a Netflix episode coming out. Uh, it's an absolutely show. They haven't really released a lot of press on it, but definitely keep a lookout for that. I did just do a phone swap on Snapchat. So you can definitely catch watching me on phone swap on Snapchat. Obviously, uh, I TikTok live stream all day long. That is my favorite platform. I am the Frankie LaRose on both TikTok and Instagram and on uh, Twitter where you can find all my spicy stuff. Um, that is Frankie underscore LaRose. And now I'm on Playboy Centerfold. So definitely follow me on all social medias for my Playboy launch officially. Facts, that's hard. Yo, Frankie, can I get a drop? Just be like, this is Frankie LaRose. Shout out to Leo Black Show. Okay, yes, of course. This is Frankie LaRose. Shout out to the Leo Black Show. Facts. Yo, we lit. I'm applauding the recording now.